It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. All right, we'll get to more of the story at the bottom of the hour, but in Tampa Bay, Todd Bowles, uh, I don't want to say under fire because that might not be proper terminology because he's not under fire, he's getting fired, but just under scrutiny a little bit, under questioning for not taking a timeout in that game between the Buccaneers and the Lions because the Buccaneers could have had the ball back with around 12 seconds to go. Now... A lot of people saying, big deal. Others saying, not that big a deal. Well, you know what Todd Bowles is saying? Todd Bowles is saying, the game was over. You know in that voice that he we heard numerous times last week about the reporter? about well, you know the game is in a dome, right? You know, uh, we're playing in a dome. Um, we're going to be outside for about uh, 20 seconds uh, coming in off the bus. Going underneath. Yeah. So when he was asked about why didn't you burn a timeout? Now, the situation, remember, that the Lions were down eight points. Or rather, I'm sorry, the Buccaneers were down eight points. All right, Todd Bowles, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, could have used a timeout and forced the Detroit Lions to kick a field goal, a long field goal. And instead, he decided the game is over. Here's what his reasoning was. Bull says the game was over. It's not a gentleman's agreement or anything. They were in field goal range. We would have 12 seconds calculated after using that timeout to come back from it. Then we would be down 11 points. So it's kind of pointless. You kind of know when the game is over and the game was over. Let's hear, let's read that back. He said that we would have been down by 11 points. It's kind of pointless. How do you know that Detroit Detroit would have made the field goal? I mean, kickers, as we've seen, hit and miss, playoff games, season on the line. Wide right. I get it, wide right in Buffalo, wide right in 12 to... 13 mile per hour winds swirling. It's a little different than the cozy confines of an indoor stadium. They were indoors. Yes. It wasn't 20 degrees. We weren't sure if it was 70 or 72 on the thermostat, what it said. We'll say 71 for the sake of conversation. I wonder if T knows that answer. Didn't we see. Good point. I'll ask him. Did we see a missed field goal in that game? No. Did we see a missed field goal in the Buccaneers? Oh, there was Lions one. There was game? one. Nothing is taken for granted. So he said we would have been down by 11. So it's over. You don't know. How about this? Bad snap. How about blocked field goal? Did we see a blocked field goal last weekend? Couple. We sure did. Yes, we did. It's there. It happens. Bucks were down 31 to 23. Mayfield was intercepted by the Lions. Derek Barnes with 139 to go. Jared Goff. Proceed to take a knee on three consecutive snaps with the final Neil Diamond at 37 seconds left. Their center snapped the ball with 14 seconds left on the play clock. 
What are you doing? I'll tell you why that happened. They haven't been there before. They hadn't been there before. These are these teams. Dan Campbell, what's he doing with some of these, you know, taking timeouts? You hear me talk about it all the time. Unnecessary timeouts, play calling. What are you doing on third and one and you're sending golf back for a drop back? A drop back? Run the ball. You're at midfield. I'm talking about right before the first half. And you get nothing out of it? Are you kidding me? No, it's this kind of stuff that irritates the heck out of me. And people pr- give too much praise to these ham and egg coaches that are still not used to calling plays. They're still not used to game and clock management. But people want to rave about Dan Campbell. They want to rave about Antonio Pierce. Where were they at in the field? Do you remember? I, I forget where they where? were. When? In, what time? The, the missed time or the the non time no timeout. You're, you're talking about like yeah because I just reverted yeah, back no, I know. to the first half when you were you know yeah in midfield. Um, it would have been I believe a 40 42 yarder because they missed a 32 yard field goal. Thank you. Earlier in the game, Shankopotamus. Exactly. So. <sighs> Dan Campbell says, yeah, look, well, first of all, we didn't handle that whole thing on our end. We should have bled more of the clock than we did. Look, I'll be the first to admit that, but that's on me. But yeah, we knew they had a timeout left. I could tell he wasn't going to call it. Just by his body language, you could tell. And that's how it ended. Now, if Todd Bowles used his final timeout, the Lions would have attempted that final field goal. Bowles just assumed the field goal would have been made. But there's no guarantees with Michael Badgley. Would have made the kick a 49-yarder. 49 yards! That's how far that kick would have been. 5 for 13 is Badgley. 39% on kicks of 50-plus. Kicks precisely of 49 yards out. Badgley 3 for 4. But did have a miss against the New England Patriots in week 15. I don't know. Well, that was back in 2021. So anyway, a little strange, but uh, Todd Bowles having to answer questions about that. All right. Tristan Thompson is back in the news. I saw this. Tristan Thompson in our studio yesterday. He's in our studio And yesterday. he walked out. And he walked out. He just walked out, and he, I think he kind of said goodbye. But Tristan Thompson suspended 25 games without pay by the NBA and by us for violating the league's anti-drug policy. Now, according to the NBA, Thompson tested positive, and I'm not going to even attempt to uh, pronounce this, ibutamorin, ibuprofen, it's not ibuprofen. No, ibuprofen is like acetamine or something like that. I know, but... It, it looks like ibuprofen, but it's spelled because it's an I and a butt and it's ta and then it's moron. There you go. Yeah, look that up. I-B-U-T-A-M-O-R-E-N. Yes. I know where people working in doctor's offices and the healthcare profession, they know. Call in. That's fine. All right. It's a growth hormone. All right. And how about this one? SARM LGD. Isn't that a TV? 4033. Set. Hut. Hut. Nope. Offside. You jumped Commonly used by bodybuilders and weightlifters for muscle enhancement. How about that? Uh, yeah, can I get some uh, SARM LGD? No, not the Panasonic. The the LGD. Yeah, uh, forty thirty three. Yeah, uh, I'm a bodybuilder, weightlifter. No, I'm a basketball player. 
Tristan Thompson suspended for 25 games. Wow. Handing down a little little penalty there. Pretty pretty interesting. So we'll continue to watch that story. But come on, man. You don't need to be doing this. All right? I understand you're 32 years old. Your time is, is winding down. You still should have a few good years left. You don't need to do this. What are you trying to gain here? Right? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. For basketball players, you got to know what you're putting in your body. And you shouldn't be putting any muscle enhancements or growth hormones in your body. Just play the game, man. You don't need that. Tristan Thompson, a little disappointed with you on that. All right. College basketball. One of my favorite universities over the years is Chicago State. You're looking at me like, what? Yeah. I love Chicago State. The Chicago State Cougars. Why were they one of my favorites? Because I love talking about them. Love betting against them. Because they are the ultimate doormat in all of college basketball. And have been for quite some time. If you've ever been by Chicago State, you wouldn't even recognize that it was a university. State College. Chicago State. What are their colors? Green and white. What's their mascot? Cougars. On the side of the freeway, it's a mess. Why am I talking about Chicago State today? Well, because I think their basketball program is in an all-time low. We remember those seasons where they would go 2-26. and 26. They'd go 3-30. and 30. I mean, you go back into that. 90s, early 2000s. I mean, just atrocious. Remember, they were in the whack for many years after being an independent. They're in the Mid-Continent Conference way back in the day with UWGB and other teams. Then they went to the independent route. They just can't find a conference. They can't find a home. Well, they were in the whack, and the whack would have their tournament here at the Orleans, and it was a hodgepodge of teams from all over the country. It used to be the Western Athletic Conference, which was a great conference and high-profile conference way back in the day. Some great UTEP teams and other teams that matter. So anyway, heck, UNLV was in the whack for a while. Right now, they went back to being an independent. I guess the whack didn't want them couldn't pay their dues. I don't know what it is. This program has never had any decent players. They don't have any money. And I wonder right now why they're even attempting to play college basketball. They had a game the other night. And they played, ready for this? East-West U. You like that? East-West U. Central U. East-West U. East-West U is Central U. Look it up, please. Where is East West U? All right, you got a 50 to 1 shot. Tell me what state they're in. Because even I don't know where East West U is. I'll play a guessing game. All right, how many guesses do I get? I'll give you three. Is it major state? Yeah, it is. East West U, I would think it would be in the center. So let's say Nebraska. <clears throat> yeah, that's a horrible guess. They wouldn't have it. They wouldn't have that there. Ohio. <clears throat> I thought it might be kind of close to Chicago. Illinois. Ding, 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 ding. Chicago, Illinois it is. That's why they're playing East-West U. Do you know what the final score of this game was? No. Uh, Chicago State, they got a win because they played East-West U. 
They won this game 135 to 51, I believe. Yeah. Have this one written down. 135, I'm sorry, 131 to 55. Do you know what the attendance for this game was at Chicago State at the Convocation Center that seats 7,134? The attendance was, can I get a drum roll, please? You can, but you can't. But I don't want you to do that because that's exactly that, that's embarrassing. Go ahead and guess. Now, I know I'm seats already, 7,000. Yeah, 134. I'll go 3,400. 3,400. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go way off. E- I'm e- way off. You're way off. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. 27 people? Not, 94. Not bad. 94. 94 people at this game. But this gets worse. In their last eight games have been on the road because they don't even want to have any home games. But they've had had, I believe... Nine home games this year. I'm going to read you the attendance for the Chicago State Cougars home games. 693. Oh, that's a big game. 72. Oh. The next game was 127. 116. 111. This is the number of people watching a college basketball game. A D1 college basketball game. They followed up that 111 with a 76. 107. In the first two games of the year, 233 people. The second game, 275. So at least they started off decent. <laughs> decent. But they have a good they have a good opponent coming up set or Sunday. They do? They do. The the Blue Demons are coming to town? They're, they're playing Xavier. They're playing Xavier. Oh, wait. It's Saint Xavier. <laughs> oh, that's a different Xavier. <laughs> that's a different Xavier. Yeah, let's look at the schedule. This is the most pathetic basketball schedule I've ever seen. Chicago State. It's a dump of a campus, a dump of an area. It's just downright bad. Do you got the schedule in front of you? I'm getting it right I, now. All right, because I want you to kind of to to read off. Okay, so they play. Oh, that. So they played Saint Xavier last week. Yes, they won 108 to 58. Yeah, they should. They, they, they should beat them. Disqueen. D-E-Q, D-U-Q. Will you stop it, Barry? You're, you're not talking about Duquesne, are you? Duquesne from Pittsburgh? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a big school I'm, for, on the Chicago. But then again, you're probably getting a paycheck for that. Yeah. Okay. Then they play uh, SC State. SC State. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? SC South Carolina State. State. Oh, South Carolina State. Come on, man. They play Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. And then they play IU Northwest. Wow. But let me tell you the schedule that they have played thus far. All right. You go back to those attendance games that we're talking about. All right. At home, Aurora. They played they at play, Utah Valley State. They also Simo, played Stanford. Troy, Stanford, Valpo, which I can understand, Central Michigan, and then it got really bad. What is a UTRGV? A UTRGV. 
UTRGV. UTRGV drilled them 83 to 64. All right. Then they played New Mexico State where they had 200 people there. All right. Roosevelt where they had 111. <laughs> that is the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. There you go. There you go. Yeah. This, you know, Kansas City, not the Chiefs. That's just Kansas City. Grand Canyon. NMS. Oh, just just bad. It's just bad. And you're getting nobody at these games. Chicago State. Keep an eye on them, okay? Because they play somebody decent, which they rarely do anymore because they're an independent. And nobody wants to play an independent. Chicago State Cougars. Average attendance. 179. 179 people in a Division One. College basketball game. Those are some terrible Tuesday takes for you. Hit me on Twitter at TC Martin21.